0: The Treks in Sci-Fi Podcast
1: Stand by to receive our transmission
0: Sci-Fi Entertainment News and Commentary I am Locutus, a Borg Star Trek Episode Analysis Captain of the USS Enterprise
2: pokey religions and ancient weapons
0: collectibles toy and prop reviews
3: I am to misbehave
0: the weekly Trucks in Sci-Fi podcast with your host Rico at trexinsci-fi.com we
4: have reached the coordinates Kebular okay Bob where exactly are we? The Motor City Comic Con, Kebular. Ooh. What is a Comic Con? It is a place where geeks are in heaven, and there is lots of sci-fi geeky goodness. Like Trex in Sci-Fi, the weekly podcast with geeky goodness in science fiction news. Yes, like Trex in Sci-Fi. Perhaps we can find Rico here. Yes, the host of Treks in Sci-Fi. Rico, let's go! Take us to your Rico! I have you now, and if you join powers with me, we can rule the universe as father and son. He was dressed up, in black, with a large light weapon. Let's try him. Take us to your Rico! Live long and prosper, alien dude. That was not Rico. Hey Bob, look at that large square human with the pretty lights. Take us to your Rico. He is not answering you, Gebular. I know. What does 125 mean? I don't know. Take us to your Rico, large square, pretty lighted thing. What does C O K E mean? Coke. Coke? Coke. It's me, Gabular. Let's put something in the slot and see what comes out. <laughs> Refreshing. the in sci-fi.
0: Hello everyone and welcome to uh this special Memorial Day uh podcast for Treks and Sci Fi. I'm Rico, your host. This is podcast one hundred and seventy-five for May the twenty-fifth, two thousand and eight. Uh gonna do a, a different kind of show. Obviously it's a video podcast. Uh you probably figured that out by now. I've uh Recently, uh a couple weeks ago I put together a new PC to do some video work and editing for the show and just to have a newer machine around, uh, which is over right there. Actually you can't really see it on camera, but it's it's kind of right down there, and there's the monitor. Anyway, uh, it's a lot better, uh, more powerful to do video work with. And I also picked up this uh, new uh, little Canon uh, H or not HD, excuse me. It's not HD. didn't really want to go for that yet. Uh, seems to be uh, a lot of changes going on with that. Anyway, it's just a little uh, digital videotape uh, type uh, Canon camera. A new one has a ability to uh, plug in a mic, so I'm using my regular microphone here, the studio mic that I usually use to record the podcast uh, to uh, also feed into the camera and to record the audio. So the audio should be really good, Uh, you know, compared to sometimes the microphone on camcorders doesn't pick up as well as I would like. So that's the technical stuff out of the way. Uh, This is uh, not going to be like the big kind of, well, sort of mix of uh, clips that I did back uh, around Thanksgiving time with different people sending in entries. Uh, This is going to be just mostly about the motor City Comic Con that I went to uh, last weekend uh, in Novi, Michigan. Now the uh, Motor City Comic Con had a lot of celebrities, the usual fun, lots of uh, things for sale, you know, from uh, Uh, Collector plates from Star Trek, action figures, statues, comic books. It's uh, you know it was started out as primarily a comic book convention, and it has become uh, just a media event. They usually have some Star Trek celebrities. Avery Brooks was there, Chase Masterson, Uh, just uh, you know lots of different people, which you're going to see in some video as I go through uh, this podcast and show you uh, different uh, things from that. That'll be the main topic, and I'm going to slide in a few other little things. Going to look at some Indiana. Jones uh, coverage and and a review of the movie that I'm going to do for you uh, and and just lots of other fun as we go. So uh, sit back and uh, here we go into the podcast.
4: one Using the Star Trek Command Communications Console, Scott and Jim try to contact Steve. Will they succeed? Let's contact Steve. Check. Ready. Communications console with telescreen and warp drive sound. New from Miko.
0: Well, here I am as I'm approaching the uh, ticket line for the Motor City Comic Con. Uh, it wasn't much of a line, really. I got there about an hour after it opened. Uh, tickets uh, for the day weren't too expensive. $20, uh, there's my uh, money. going to kiss that 20 at goodbye uh, to get into the convention for the day. There's the program guide, uh, Iron Man, of course, being the big uh, hit of the year so far, I think, for the movies uh, on the cover of the program. All kinds of dealers here, uh, T-shirts, sweatshirts for sale, comic books, of course, statues, action figures, pretty much anything you'd like in the realm of uh, sci-fi, fantasy, people in costume walking around, uh, and people were stopping to get their pictures taken with the costumers. Also, they would just take pictures of the people in costume, and you know it's real nice that people do that. They put on these costumes and walk around. It's hot, and uh, you know it gets uh, tiring. And they, you know, they're just doing it for the fun of it, for the you know just the experience. And they're not getting paid anything. These are just uh, fans who put together a nice costume. There's a Jawa and a Sand person. And it's just uh, nice that they do that kind of stuff. Uh, not as many costumes this year as I've seen in the past. There's a Darth Vader, uh, pretty good uh, Darth Vader, I thought. A little on the thinner side, but he had about the, the right height and uh, a pretty decent costume, I thought. And he was walking around most of the day. There's Walter uh, Walter Koenig from uh, Enterpri- or, <laughs> the original Star Trek series, of course, aboard the Enterprise Chekhov. And I got an autograph of his. There's a Vader again, TIE fighter, pilot, uh, stormtrooper. And this guy was doing this little proposal uh, uh, right there on the convention floor. I don't know if that was the first time or if it was a stage thing or what, but the 501st was there in in force with stormtroopers and Vader. And you could get your picture taken there with a Rancor. Uh, There's Anthony Montgomery, Travis from Enterprise, uh, smiling, taking uh, pictures with people and signing autographs. There you go for the first little intro to the Motor City Comic Con 2008.
2: In 2007, imagination took you to a place where you could be a hero, live an adventure, break the rules, find the truth, escape the ordinary, and take a stand. This is your chance to shine. What is that right there? The future. Really? Duh. You never cease to amaze me. Welcome to my world. In 2008, prepare to go even farther.
3: So say we all. All right, let's go. I
5: Extraordinary has happened.
2: Yeah. Just imagine where we'll take you next. 2008
1: is sci fi.
0: Okay, here we are with the uh, presentation of the Star Trek of Gods and Men. They showed the first two parts of that at the convention. Uh, nice uh, presentation. Uh, a little hard to see and hear. Of course, go to Star Trek of Gods and Men to see and hear more of that. Uh, here's a guy dressed up as some kind of a a Jedi or a Sith uh, with two lightsabers. I think he's a comic character, but I'm not sure. Uh he was uh, milling around and uh the 501st of course always doing a great job at the convention, uh putting on a little parade during the day. There's the Han and Carbonite. I think that might be a fan-made piece. It looks a little different than the one I'm used to from elusive Concepts. Uh, uh Rancor, you could uh, sit in front of those and get your picture taken. There's Vader again and some stormtroopers lots of guys in costume uh star wars uh type costumes at the convention. Yeah, there's uh Luke uh going to Tashi station to get some power converters. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's great. R2 uh R2D2 uh club and uh, a lot of cool robots there. Here is, of course, again the presentation. I met Mr. O. Hi, Mr. O. Uh, at the con, uh, and his father. They were there watching this presentation, and I talked to them for a brief uh, few minutes. There's Walter up on the screen, and I'm gonna quiet down here now and let them take over at this point. I think the panel is coming out soon here that will be talking about uh, the movie. Three of them, and one of the executive producers comes out and talks about Star Trek of Gods and Men, which is a great fan film with lots of Star Trek celebrities. And, oh, look, there I am. Oh my goodness. Before
3: we each see, we'll identify ourselves so you know who we are.
0: That was Chase
2: Masterson. <laughs>
3: while we're waiting, Um, yeah, we can take questions,
2: and... uh... That that would be an unequivocal no (laughs) from Mr. Kamey. uh, He said, no thank you, but thank you for that request.
0: We well, I hope you're enjoying the uh, video podcast so far, everyone. Uh, the next thing I wanted to uh, do for you is I've been doing on the regular audio show, I've been going through different um, TV themes that I've enjoyed over the years. I've covered a few the last few weeks. Uh, I'm going to do one here, and, and we could play the uh, video for the theme. So this is from a television show in the primarily in the 90s, uh, more of a fantasy-based show, not really science fiction, uh, one of my all-time favorite favorites uh, starred Sarah Michelle Gellar and this is the series hope you enjoyed that little video clip. That's obviously the uh, uh, opening theme to Buffy the Vampire Slayer which ran on uh, the television two different television networks actually uh over its course of 7 years a uh, great show it spun off the show also called Angel uh all out on DVD uh, if you've never checked out these shows it, really Joss Whedon, uh, who did Firefly uh, he's got a new show coming out uh in about uh 6 months approximately or uh early 2009 uh, he's got a show called Doll Dollhouse yes let's get that out correctly Dollhouse uh, that will be coming on, uh, which looks really good. Anyway, Joss worked on, of course, Buffy and Angel and did a great job. So, uh, check them out if you haven't on DVD, uh, on sale pretty much everywhere.
3: Well, I never, I never go into a, a part thinking of the, the, the character as being a bad guy, uh, because then I'm, then I'm stepping apart from it and uh, looking at it objectively, and, and that brings a whole different uh, set of attitudes to it. I, I go in and I justify the character uh, in order to make him as truthful as I can. So I don't see Kiprak as a bad was a very passionate man who, is, uh, just, who suffered an extraordinary loss and it's burning him, it's just tearing him apart. And he feels this uh, need to uh, get back at those who have, uh, this guy in particular, you
5: know, who have uh, destroyed his family. The bad guy, everyone justifies their own actions and thinks that they're the best way to be. So, um, you know, in the. In the Zealand, had a little, um, whatever, I don't know, nefarious thinking. Um, I, I thought it was great and definitely fun to be green. Although it's not easy being green, that's for sure. More on that later if you'd like.
3: Well, actually, George was approached, George C. And, uh, the And and for his own reasons, he chose not to be involved.
6: your question about casting and on this?
5: No. That would be no. <laughs> that
2: lady had a
6: that again there was
2: a reason that they never used it okay because you know those things those things that you you scour your pots and pans what they're called like chore girl right this was like a big bolt of like chore girl fabric and I didn't have a t-shirt on underneath that thing I didn't like wearing that too much. but anyway I think there's some of that stuff left if anybody's interested
5: Ditto for Zilla, who was almost wearing that same silver fabric, um, except with covered with green paint underneath. And um, yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty interesting. I mean, I don't know if much attention was paid to the um, to the set. That was fun enough, but it was 108 degrees. So with the chore girl um, and the paint, that that I think took most of the focus.
6: Is a production on another Star Trek movie right now, and we aren't really planning to make another one at this time. Okay, we actually have a second movie out. It's called Inalienable. Uh, if you've seen our comments and you've seen our website, you know about that one. Uh, that actually was written by Walter, and we produced and filmed that one. And he also gets to get a chance to play in it, and he's the villain. <laughs> We had several makeup people on this that came aboard. Um, I know the probably there's one person here at least I know because she's a costume. She appreciates the Klingon makeup, uh, which is extremely difficult. Our number one Klingon came on board if we hire his makeup man. So we actually brought his makeup out with JG to do JG's makeup. Well, he's also very good at doing other makeup, and so we had uh, uh, three guys back there doing makeup for
2: us. What's the name of that town? It's way upstate New York. What's the name of that town? I can't remember it now. It's almost to Canada, but it was this huge heat wave a couple of years ago, right? And it's just an old warehouse with a corrugated metal roof. We couldn't film during the day. It would get to be like 125 degrees on the set, so we had to wait until the sun went down. Well, the thing is, it's kind of out in the sticks. So when the sun goes down, the skunks come out. And we would go to our cars to go cool off in the air conditioning, but there would be skunks in the way. You know, so, we had all this stuff working. We had it all going on. What? Port Henry, New York. Yeah, yeah.
3: Uh, yeah, I see George. Uh, we uh, end up at conventions together. We did something called the uh, Something Awards on on some uh, <laughs> on some uh, um, cable show. Uh, and uh, and the far and uh, sorry and, uh, and uh, Leonard and Bill do what they choose to do. So everybody is everybody good.
5: Um, this week got cast in the series that I'll be hosting called Ask, and I'm excited about that. I'm also about, I don't know, maybe 10 minutes away from getting an option on a book that I've really pursued to produce um, with HarperCollins and um, UTA. So it was kind of a big thing going up against some, some big boys, but I've been producing a couple of things lately. I produced three films in last year, and was really bitten by the bug of it, and ironically, I was only originally cast in two of these films and stepped in to help produce. So I'm doing some more of that because it's fun and extremely creative. So watch my website if you would because I want to make that announcement when it's really official. Um, Just check out my website, there's a couple of cool things going on. But one more thing, Yesterday Was a Lie is a film that I produced and again, was one of the leads in, and it was, um, we've won four Best Feature Awards, an a Telly Award, and an Audience Choice Award, and that's, um, I have Soul produced by credit, and it's screening tomorrow here at one forty five. so we'd love to see you guys there. It's a beautiful sci-fi film noir, shot in classic black and white. Called Yesterday Was Alive, there you go.
2: Walter and I are dedicated thespians, and uh, we've decided to get together and reenact um, classic scenes from famous movies. Uh, last night we rehearsed the nude wrestling scene from Women in Love, and it went really well. Uh, so um, we'll keep you posted on that. You know, maybe maybe next year here uh, we'll do that. Um,
3: that's about it. That's it for me. Oh, latte Captain Kirk. Non-fat? Yeah, white
1: boy's non-fat.
6: Kirk here, go.
3: Uh-huh. No damn signal. Uh-huh. What uh-huh.
6: is
1: up?
3: Listen, gotta go. Yeah, yeah, hold so that. Why off. can't I get yeah, no signal.
1: Okay. Huh? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. oh. They got Wi-Fi here, right? I got business to attend, and I can't attend my business without no damn signal.
0: I am going to uh this one's gonna be part of the show is gonna be a little bit different. Uh Avery Brooks gave a nice little talk uh during the convention and uh unfortunately my camcorder battery kind of uh had ended uh, ended its life uh before that. But I did capture it on audio for you. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna play uh, A Fair amount of that. Uh, I'm going to play the audio for it, but I will also throw you uh, and show you different pictures that I took of Avery during the uh, convention. I'm not going to probably play the whole MP3 uh, interview that uh, he did, which was, I guess he talked for about 40, 45 minutes maybe or so. But I'll I'll play some highlights for you, and uh, like I said, you'll see some pictures of Avery that I took uh, during this uh, next segment. So uh, here we go with Avery at um, last weekend's Motor City Comic Con.
1: Well, we have to say about every state. First, we have to say, hello, Detroit. Uh, Then we have to say, hello, Michigan. And then we have to say, hello. That's the only thing i got to stay behind the speakers. Yeah, uh, you know, I haven't been here I, in, in a long, long time in Detroit, but I'm back again. The last time I was here, um, I did Paul Rooks. Yeah. Yeah, you know, she was here was. You know, many years ago, but I'm back again. Um, In the short time that we have together, I want to answer as many questions that you might have about what I've been doing, but before you ask me that, I often say, because I mean it, I'm staying alive. That's the truth. Hmm? The form is irrelevant. Staying alive. So I'm grateful for every single day in that way. The fact that television is over is irrelevant. Behold, I'm still alive. You did?
0: (laughs) I was wondering if you could sort of recall the audition process for the role of Cisco and kind of your reaction.
1: Once you got the part? Well, um, hmm. When I first, uh, I had an agent at the time. I've had more than one agent, but I had an agent at the time. And he sent the script or said, Would you be interested in reading this thing? I love to read. two or three pages of this thing. They call them side See, mm-hmm. I want to see the whole thing. Even if I only have one on one page of the thing. Let me read it, please. Well, no, we can't release it because it's, you know, they get into the wrong hands. And, you know, that's typical of the thing. They won't show you the whole thing. Anyways, I said, let me read this thing, please. Because uh, when they said Star Trek, I actually, you know, laughed out loud because I knew they were talking about putting some aesthetic makeup on my face. I mean, you know, I just, I, I hadn't really conceived of it in any other way. You know what I mean? So uh, I laughed. And was, uh, but I'll read it. And then, uh, and then I read it. I was out of town last night. I was out of the country. And they wanted to do, um, when I came back, and they wanted to do this you know, test in New York and then send the tape back out to California. Well, I tried to do this more than once and on the way to New York, the transmission in my car started to fail, so I you know, meant to call and say, listen, I can't make it. Mm-hmm. My wife said, Avery, just don't say no. Yeah, she said that once, I tried it again. I said, well, hey, look, I'm not doing this. Huh? We just don't say no. um, So I finally did it, and then they they called me. I was in Atlanta, um, doing the National Black Arts Festival. I was artistic director from 1993 to 1996. And uh, it was during the festival, they said, can you come out? I said, no, I'm busy. No, can't go. But then if you don't know, we'll just keep you for a day and you can come back. Well, in any case, when I got there, uh, I saw all these people, different colors, different cultures, what I said, well, they really have divergent ideas about who this Cisco person is. Yeah? So I said, that, which is fine. And uh, so then I, I read and, you know, bunches of people in the room, it's a really nerve-wracking It's that, this is nerve-wracking. You know what I mean? You're standing in front of be people, good "Yeah, Yeah, he wasn't so interesting, was he? Yeah, you know. Especially if you're trying to give people some idea that you, you know, which is completely subjective in the first place. So you might as well just go on and be yourself and let it happen. You know what I mean? However, there it is. Sweating and the whole thing. It's just napping. People you don't know, arms folded know the whole world. I did it, and I said, okay, I'm going to leave. So I'm going back to the hotel and in, in a few hours, going we get back on the plane and fly back to the hotel. So I got in the car, and the driver asked me would I mind riding with another one of the folks. I said, sure. So I sat in the van, and I waited, and he got in, and it was a man from Belgium. <laughs> I didn't know. Who he was at the time. Like, he said, Say, how you doing? He said, Well, uh, so what are you? What role are you here for? He asked me, I said, Well, the person in charge. And this look on his face, you know what I mean? Incredulous that it could be. Huh? The, that they were thinking about him. I mean, this idea that it, it, it couldn't be possible. He was. It was really impressive. So I went back to the festival and I put it out of my mind. I did. And then they said, finally, that we want to come and shoot? I said, well, okay. I think it would not last that long only because They asked me, said, you know, you know, we want you to do this, but you know, I was talking to someone else about this earlier. It's really true that you have to shave your face and hair on your head because when I met them, I looked much like this. though much younger, obviously. You know what I mean? I did. I look like this. That's great. You know what I mean? That's what it was like. And uh, the reason, actually, and I've said this many times, but it is really true. The reason that I was compelled to do it was because of the story, Uh, Not in this order. Humankind having to defend human existence in the universe to some other intelligence in the universe, yeah. A man dealing with loss and having to raise a child alone, indeed a male child, alone. Especially in a time at which, in particular, we were looking at folks and here experiences even now. After all this time, their children can't see beyond weeks at a time. That the horizon is not beyond days at a time let long years, centuries, you see? So this idea of giving children a chance to see themselves whole in some 400 years hence is a very compelling reason to do it. Yeah, I'll grow hair on my head and shave the hair off my face because it will not change what is in that story. You know that i so I'm getting the signal that we should uh, end our short, very brief conversation. However, it doesn't matter what happens when we're together. So I thank you for this time. I'll come back to the chart again.
0: You ain't bad in the fight. Come on, genius. What's he gonna do now?
3: Damn, I thought that was closer.
1: Indiana Jones rated pg g 13
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Indiana Jones uh, review and commentary about uh, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Went to see this movie on opening day uh, a few days ago now, on May 22nd, Thursday in the evening, with my younger son, Eric, and my friend, Mark. We saw it uh, in the evening uh, on opening day, which is always a good thing and fun to do, which I enjoy. I I really enjoyed the movie. Just uh, in a nutshell, I I thought it uh, delivered everything I was hoping for in an Indie movie after 20 years since we've seen the last one, I thought uh, Harrison Ford did a great job. Especially, he, he just seemed to like really be having so much fun with the role. You know, you could, it's pretty obvious from his performance that he enjoys playing Indiana Jones. I think maybe the most out of any character he's played. I, I know they've interviewed him over the years, and he said that uh, uh, even more than Han Solo and other characters that he's created over the years. And I, I, it could really uh, um, it really came through in his performance, I think. He, he had a lot of energy. The guy looks, I thought he looked great for his age, and, and he uh, reportedly did basically all of his own stunts. Uh, it just was a fun movie, and it had been way too long since we'd seen Indy on the big screen. Now, as far as the overall uh, story and and plot of the film, uh, I thought it was okay and pretty good. It was probably maybe the weakest element. I I wasn't completely thrilled with the the storyline, especially towards the end a little bit. But it wasn't bad. I mean, you know, when you think about it, uh, how many of these... uh, Kind of mysteries and ancient things could uh, they come up with for Indiana to go after? I'm sure there's a lot of other things. I didn't really find it a big deal. I think um, most of the opinions I've been hearing, you know, that's probably the people that are having the most trouble with it are having trouble with that plot. Uh, you know, I've, I've heard some comparisons to, uh, you know, other films and things like that. But anyway, uh, the performances though, again, uh, I thought Shia was great as Indy's little sidekick, Kamut. Uh, Marion was back, of course. I'm not going to try. To give away any spoilers or anything in this review if you haven't seen it yet. I know it's only been a few days that it's been out. But it, I thought they did, a, again, a great job. Uh, what else should I say? Uh, the effects were cool. Uh, you know, Indy had a lot of good fist fights and, and the usual kind of stuff, whip action, and it just uh it, w- it was a good time at the movies i thought steven spielberg a great uh job directing it uh again uh he really seems to know what makes these movies tick and give you everything you're looking forward to in a movie uh featuring indiana jones our favorite archaeologist. So, uh, I think that's about it. I'm not going to say a whole lot. I I just urge everyone to give it a shot and take a look. Uh, To me, it was just... uh, you don't really get this kind of movie that much anymore. And I I just... uh, for the people that are maybe not really liking it that much, I I I just... I don't know what to say to them, except uh, I think you've uh, maybe were expecting a little bit more uh, than you got, I guess. Uh, Anyway, go see Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, playing now in theaters everywhere. This is Rico signing off for the review of the newest uh, indie movie. Bye bye. Hey folks, I haven't done this in a little while, I've done it in the past, but uh, this is going to be, uh, I'm going to to kind of take this new camera and show you some of my uh, collection, just kind of move around the house and uh, show you different things in the collection, maybe some things you haven't seen before, and I hope you enjoy it. Uh, This will be kind of this week's collectible review, nothing specific, but I'm just going to sort of pan around and take some footage, so uh, here we go with uh, Rico's collection, at least that's on display right now. Well, folks, we're coming to the uh, end of the podcast. I hope you enjoyed this little video special event that I put together for Memorial Day weekend for Podcast 175. Uh, It's uh, something I want to do more of. They take kind of a long time, but... uh, It's worth it, and it gives me a chance to play out with all this new gear that I've got and uh, try some new things out for you. So I hope you enjoyed it again. Uh, We will uh, be ending the show uh, right about uh, now. Uh, Thanks to everyone. Oh, I want to make a couple of uh, announcements. Ever, If you want to get in touch with the the podcast and myself, treksf at gmail.com, or you can call the voicemail line 206 six six one two seven and leave a comment maybe something you want to hear me talk about or just a comment about a movie book TV show, something that you've seen recently. Uh, Send me your comments about uh, the new Indiana Jones and any other new summer movies that are coming out. Uh, Always happy to hear from you. And uh, I think that's about it. Just check out the website treksinscifi.com That's where you'll find the forums, which we have a cool great community of guys and gals on there. Guys and gals, what am I, like from the 50s? (laughs) Anyway, uh, it's a great community of people. Uh, A lot of good friends there, and we do a little RPG G game. Uh, just lots of fun and uh, great folks to uh, interact with there. So check that out. Uh, just go to trexinsci-fi.com and click on the forum link and you'll see the collection gallery. I'm doing this Star Trek Daily Pick. Uh, all these things you've been hearing about uh, are, are a lot of fun to uh, check out when you get a chance. So that's it for now for Rico. For me? I'm Rico. Yeah. <laughs> for myself, uh, I, again, I appreciate everyone downloading the show and, and taking the time to watch or listen to the podcast every week. Take care, everyone. Talk to you again next week. Bye-bye. Live long and prosper. Buffy the vampire... <laughs> blah, blah. Uh, cut. Okay, let's do of the latest movie uh, from uh, Indiana Jones Uh, we're called Ah. (laughs) terrible okay start again What are you still watching this thing for? Go on. Get out of here. Go see a movie. Read a book. Play a little computer game. uh, Get out in the world. Enjoy things. Go on. I'm done. Bye. Cheers.